if my client is like high visual, big picture type of person, I know never to get into the weeds with him based on his predicates, the words that he's using to explain the situation. And so you can really get those tells from people, but it works just, it's just as effective in Alexa skills. For Monday, August 19th, 2019, this is episode 46, How NLP Improves Your Communication and Marketing with Karina Frankie. Neuro-linguistic programming, or NLP, skills enhance your communication, performance, and relationships. So how can we apply these principles to designing apps, skills, and actions for voice technology? This is super interesting from a few angles, obviously from an introspective and productivity or self-improvement perspective. This can help you update the operating system of your mind. But from a marketing and voice tech perspective, language is paramount. As we design more and more experiences and messaging that's based on voice with assistants like Alexa, Google, Siri, Bixby, we have to harness the power of language. Thank you to our sponsor, Trinity Audio. With Trinity Audio, publishers and bloggers can turn their readers into listeners by turning their written content into lifelike speech. All it takes is a short snippet of code to audiofy your entire website. Get started for free at trinityaudio.ai. Welcome to the Beatle Moment Marketing Podcast, a short weekly exploration of marketing, technology, and career. I'm Emily Bender. I answer to no one, and I make this for you. Let's get on with the show. Welcome back to the Beatle Moment Marketing Podcast. I'm here with a super special guest, Karina Frankie. Karina helps businesses align their communication to provide a better understanding of the needs and motivations of their customers. Her 10-year-old company, Brand Besties, provides experiential marketing services to businesses nationwide. Karina's personal brand as a trainer and speaker provides individuals and companies with the techniques they need to enhance personal performance in many fields, which are particularly relevant in business. Hey, Karina, how's it going? Hi, Emily. It's going well. I'm excited to be on your show, and I just love your voice. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Karina. That's so nice of you to say. I think you have a great voice too. And when I heard you were doing NLP, which stands for Neuro Linguistic Programming, I was really interested because as you know, I do voice marketing. And I think this is something that people listening to this podcast are going to be super interested in. So tell us what is NLP? Sure. So, you know, basically this a simple way to say it is that NLP is a collection of practical techniques, um, techniques, skills, and strategies that lead to excellence. Uh, It's sort of like an art, or I guess for some people, it's more like a science for success based on proven techniques that show you how your mind thinks and how your behavior can be positively positively, uh, modified and improved. Um, The one-liner that I like to tell people is that it's a model of excellence that can be replicated. So I'm a certified NLP trainer and master practitioner. Essentially, I use these tools in businesses to align their values in their organization, to help management with persuasive and successful negotiation techniques, and to increase their skills in building rapport with their clients and their staff. And then, you know, to provide a better understanding of the needs and motivations of their customers. 
That's so cool. I mean, I remember, case in point, you and I were talking maybe a month or two ago, and I was trying to solve a problem that I had in my business. It was a challenge, and I needed to make a decision. And you just asked me these really effective questions that led me to the answer that I kind of already knew, but I hadn't been able to really word. It seems like it's all about asking really good questions, maybe to reframe it. But so how do you approach NLP like for somebody who is just getting started with it? Well, and you know, what you're saying, a lot of it is about the language, you know, a lot of it is about how we communicate and interact with ourselves and others. Um, So when, you know, if you were to ask me, how does it apply to communication? I feel like it really helps, NLP really helps others understand how the brain works. It's how we process information on the inside Um, that comes to us from outside events or experiences. So in NLP, we believe that the internal representations that we make about an outside event are essentially not the event itself. So if if I were to break that down, for example, um, let's say there's an external event that takes place in the workplace. You know, let's say my boss gave me three extra assignments today and gave my, my coworkers none, right? So, so we would take that experience of our boss giving us more assignments than our coworkers. We'd basically run that experience through our internal processing and we make an internal representation of what it means that our boss gave us more work than they did our coworkers, right? Does he not like me? Does he think I don't have enough uh, on my plate? Is he trying to fire me by giving me so much work that I can't handle, et cetera? So the internal representation combined with a physiology creates an emotion, you know, happy, sad, motivated, upset, disappointed, frustrated, whatever it is. And then when it comes down to it, the boss actually gave you more work because, well, you just do a better job than the other slackers, you know, at the other side of the table. And so NLP really helps you to understand how we create the thinking that we have. And this is so important when it comes to business and communications, because all of us don't think the same. And we really have to consider where our customers, our clients and our staff are coming from in specific situations. Yeah, that that makes a ton of sense. I guess there is no one reality, right? We each have our own perception and create that reality. And Language is so powerful with with all the marketing it's, that I've ever done, like with copywriting or messaging or trying to get somebody to want to buy something. Usually, unfortunately, it's about tapping into maybe their anxieties or trying to help them reach like their desired image. So is, is that related to NLP? Yeah, because the thing is, is everyone has a pain, right? That's the those are they all have a need that you as the business is trying to solve their pain. But the thing is, everyone everyone sees their pain differently. So let's give you another example. If you think about, have you ever noticed that the people treat their perceptions differently? So when, when you think about buying a car, some people will see what their eyes see. They use the word see in quotations, a certain car, where others will have to learn about it and hear about it from other people, or maybe even from the car salesman. Whereas other people, they might just get a grasp on it, or they have this feeling. And that is the decision that creates their decision. So when thinking about NLP, it's all, it goes down to the predicates and like, what language are they using? Are they visual, auditory, kinesthetic? Because all of this really does apply to their buying decisions. You know, are you applying all of the visual representations of kinesthetic, 
visual, auditory to your messaging to make sure that you are in alignment with all of your customers. Um, I'll give you an example. Yesterday, some sales guy called me and, you know, I answered the phone very, very politely like, hi, um, this is Karina. How's it going? You know, just very like low key. I was kind of like in a mood, like just real chill. And he was like, Hey, how's it going? What's going on today? How's your day? Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. And I was like, Whoa, like I was so taken back by it. And, you know, I said, okay, his model of the world right now is super excited. And I tried to match him a little bit, but I couldn't get to that level of excitement and enthusiasm. And so I just spoke normal, but he did not come back and match me. And at some point the conversation was just really frustrating and really hard to continue. And so I asked for him to call me back at another time. (laughs) Yeah, that is 100% frustrating. Like, that's a poor salesman, (laughs) right? Like the basics of mirroring we learn as children. Why do we smile when we see somebody smile at us? We're hardwired to mirror because it's a way of, I guess, creating more intimacy or safety. Uh, And then as far as like the enthusiasm in your voice or just the level, it's it's jarring when the two don't match. Yeah. Right now, there is more demand for audio advertising than there is inventory available. With Trinity Audio, publishers and bloggers can turn their readers into listeners by turning their written content into lifelike speech. Voice is taking hold in so many ways, from smart speakers to podcasting to hearables. Your audience wants to listen, so give them the option. Anyone with a website can add the Trinity Audio player to articles or blog posts for free with one short snippet of code. It's a win-win. Publishers can now give readers a convenient, hands-free way to consume content. A short audio ad at the beginning also allows you to generate revenue. Readers will love having the option to listen to a post while multitasking. Audio advertising is the future, so start today. Visit trinityaudio.ai, and we thank them very much for their support of the show. With, with what you said about kinesthetic or visual or audio, I, mean, I totally am interested in that because when I think about voice and language and speech recognition as we are working on when we create like Alexa skills or Google actions and just anything to do with voice, it's important that the brands have a really consistent and holistic sonic identity that matches with all of the other marketing messaging and positioning that they've had for so long. So... With that, is there anything that, like, what would you suggest if somebody's thinking about how do I brand my voice or how do I, how do I voice my brand? How do I make it clear kind of through language or speech or just even words, like what I stand for and how that all stays consistent? Like with brand besties, how would you approach that on your own company? Sure. So yeah, it's kind of like, you know, how does NLP fit into all types of communication? I think you, you had that question and I could think of a few different techniques that we would use. Um, there's something in NLP called the format system. And essentially, it just the, the big picture idea is that 30% of the population, they have a high they have a high value for closure. Meaning if they don't know why they're listening or learning from you, they're going to skip out on the rest of the message. So that first, you know, five to 10 seconds is kind of like, why? Why? Why should you be learning this right now? Um, so if you don't get, if you don't, and it really just takes a few seconds to say, you know, 
do you want to be the business or do you want to be the person that gets up in the morning every day, fired up, ready for life? You know, that's kind of like the why. That's the why am I listening to this? That's 30% of the people need to hear that why because they have the high they have a high closure for it. You get that out of the way and then you move into the what, which is 60% of the population. They want to know the what it is. So the format system is why, what, how you do it. And then what if, you know, what if what happens afterwards? Um, So that's one way to go about it. Another way is using something called the charisma pattern, which essentially kind of plays on the kinesthetic, the visual and the auditory. And so when you think about kinesthetic and its voice skills, you know, Alexa marketing, how do you create a kinesthetic feeling with voice skills? And so some might say, you slow down, you use a deeper voice, you really get into the feelings of creating this experience for your customer. You know, you can start to feel what I'm talking about here. But then when you want to create more excitement and just get them really energized, you talk a little faster, you use a higher pitch, you get into, it's kind of like, um, you know, pictures are worth a thousand words. And a thousand words in a minute, you know, you're talking a little faster, you have a little higher pitch, you're really getting them to that point where they're more motivated, more excited, just more enthusiastic about life. And then the audio part is really just playing with the pauses, the shifts in your tonality, the shifts in your voice. And so you're really using all three of the of the primary representational systems to grab onto all types of listeners, whether they're visual, kinesthetic, or auditory. That was so effective just now, what you did with your voice. I actually I felt a physical response in my body when you <laughs> slowed down and had a deeper voice. It kind of reminds mm-hmm. me of in Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss when he says, in a negotiation, the most effective common tactic that works on the most amount of people is to slip into the late night FM DJ voice and slow (laughs) it down and make it deeper and kind of soothe that person. And maybe they don't even know why they're starting to feel more, more affinity for the idea of making this deal, but it's so effective. Right. And when you say why they're why they're feeling it, you know, you might be just well, you could hear people, they'll tell you what type of primary representational system they have. If you can pay attention to their language, this probably isn't as effective since, um, you know, Alexa skills are more about the broad population. But on one on one conversations, I can tell a sentence that contains a verb um, that's stating something about a subject. So uh, let's see. John went home and saw the beautiful mountain from behind you, as opposed to John went home and really felt the bigness of the mountain. You know, he, as opposed to seeing it, he feels it. So a predicate is the way that they're describing something. So a lot of times, you know, when I ask a client, you know, what is your vision for this experience? He'll either say, well, I really see like three women working on a uh, street team marketing campaign, going around to different businesses. So he tells me already that he sees it as opposed to the client who might say, well, I feel like there is going to be eight people surrounded by a costume character looking through the lens of whatever the case is. So I already know that my client is either more visual, highly visual or highly kinesthetic based on the way that he describes his vision for the experience. Um, and that, and so what that helps me do is it helps me close him 
um, on a deal. So if he's, if I don't speak his language, you know, if he's highly kinesthetic, so if he's more into his feelings and I say, why don't you picture this? For him, that's a mismatch. For him, he's like, what? Like, he's not a visual person. He's more of a, he's more of a feeler. So I wouldn't say picture this. I would say, how does this feel? Da, 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 da. And he might be like, yeah, I feel it. It feels great. Absolutely. You know, it just kind of is speaking his language. Oh, that's, that's really insightful. So maybe <laughs> when, when you talk about how you want someone to feel about something, would you say the end result is you're going to feel like your brand was really well represented versus saying, I'm going to, in the weeds, have eight people and they'll each be carrying this clipboard and, you know. Yeah, yeah, you would just use there's tons of feeling predicates, you would I mean, I have a sheet, I can send you a sheet of all types of predicates that pertain to the primary uh, representational systems, visual kinesthetic auditory. And based on what your client is saying, I mean, I literally have this sheet printed, and I always have it near me because I'm getting I'm I've just become really good at listening to their words and I can use the same words when I'm speaking to them. And, you know, it's really helpful because your, your customers are coming to you because they believe you have a need for them. And when you're mismatching their language, it's hard for them to really get into what you're putting down. They're just not following because for them, their prime, the way that they internalize these events, their, their, the way that the information is coming in from the outside is represented through either their visual or their kinesthetic or their auditory. So if you're mismatching them by using predicates that aren't in alignment with the way that they normally think, it's going to be really difficult for them to to agree with you and get excited about what you're offering. I feel like everybody in business, whether you're in marketing or something else, probably should study up on this. And of course, you consult and train and Tell people where they can connect with you and find out more about Brand Besties and, of course, about NLP. Sure. So feel free to, you can, I mean, Brand Besties is online, uh, brandbesties.com. It's B-R-A-N-D-B-E-S-T-I-E-S. And, you know, we're a marketing consultant for experiential marketing when it comes to Brand Besties. We hire a lot of event staff to go out into the market and bring awareness to your products and services. When it comes to um, NLP, it's more of my personal brand. And you can email Karina at KarinaFranke.com. And essentially, I don't have a website up at this moment. It's actually being redone. But you can email me and I'm happy to have conversations and kind of lead you in the right direction in terms of how NLP can benefit you and your business and communication and, you know, really just training management to identify and understand how to increase and build better rapport with customers or staff. Um, There's so much that you can do with these tools and techniques. Um, I will be running... I will be running full-on seven-day practitioner courses where people can come in and learn all the tools, all the techniques, and really take that with them and apply it to their business, to their personal life. I'm so thankful that you had me on, and I'm super excited to share this information with your audience. So thank you. You're welcome. So Karina Frankie, brandbesties.com. And if you go to beetlemoment.com and click on media podcast episodes, we'll have the full show notes there with more information about NLP and all the cool work that Karina is doing. Hey, do you have an Amazon Echo device? Then you have to take advantage of Flash Briefing, the short daily news offering on Alexa. It's free and easy to set up. You can catch my daily briefing, the voice marketing flash briefing, Daily Beetle Moment, 
by going to bit.ly slash beetleflash. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash B-E-E-T-L-E flash, all lowercase. Or just search Amazon or your Alexa app for Beetle Moment Voice Marketing. My goal with this flash briefing is to fracture Alexa's rubric. Come check it out. For more about the show or to consult with me, visit BeetleMoment.com. Tweet me at Emily Bender. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.